Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing. I, I think what makes good sex is the same things that make a good relationship, really, which is communication, empathy, curiosity, willingness to work together to make things work. Today on My First Time... Let's talk age gaps. Who's the oldest person you've ever been with? Mine was a 35-year-old stand-up comedian at Edinburgh Fringe when I was about 20. Suffice to say, it didn't last long. It didn't even make it till the end of the festival. Going out with someone much older can be difficult. Amy, our guest this week, isn't a May-December romance for the long haul. She's 27 and he's 50. Hi, my name is Amy, and this is the story of the first time I had sex with someone much older than me. I don't know if you've ever encountered the age gap rule, but it basically states that you should never date anyone under half your age plus seven. By that maxim, Amy is five years too young for her boyfriend. But I'll let her explain why it actually works a lot better in practice than you might think. I identify as bisexual. I've been calling myself bisexual since I was 17 um, because I've just always been attracted to, you know, people of a variety of genders and a variety of, of gender presentations. So it's kind of the, the easiest term for a fairly complex and fluctuating identity. But sometimes I also use queer, which I quite like. My preference for older is definitely a gendered thing, at least to a point. It definitely... It's almost like with men, I have an active preference for quite a lot older. Whereas with women, I don't really care either way. Like with women, I could happily date a much older woman, but I could also happily date a woman my own age or even a little bit younger. When someone asks what kind of guy or girl you're into, you probably have a pretty clear idea of your type. Looks, personality, whether you laugh at the same jokes. I think that most people just take it for granted that they're going to go out with someone their own age. I definitely have a type with guys and it's basically much older, long hair and beards. I don't know why. It's just I absolutely go mad for a guy with long hair and a beard. And that's my type. 
and I, you know, I move away from that sometimes. Sometimes I find a guy who I'm attracted to who's doesn't fit that mold, but very, very much most of the time, the, the guys that catch my eye will fit that description in some kind of way. I didn't really realize that it was a thing at first until I realized it was a thing, if that makes sense. So, I mean, my first boyfriend was four years older than me, which is not that much, but it's quite a lot when you're 14. And then following on from that, I just kind of seemed to continually date people who were sort of 10 plus years older most of the time. I think what's important for me more than anything in a relationship is feeling like the person that I'm with has a very strong degree of emotional maturity and self-awareness and communication skills and because of the way that we're socialized in this society that um, girls are taught very young to be to be nurturing and to be communicative and to be to, to have those emotional skills if you like whereas I think we don't teach that to boys so much so the net result of that is that men often develop those skills later so I, I would probably date a guy in his 20s if he had that level of of communication skills and that level of, of self-awareness and self-knowledge and relationship skills. But I just don't find many guys in their 20s who have that, whereas I've found some women in their 20s who do. I mean, and I'm sure there are there are men who do, but I haven't really dated any of them the times when I've dated guys kind of my own age I just found them so woefully immature that I just couldn't deal with it okay so Amy's into older guys that's cool but actually at this point in her life Amy is into one particular older guy so I met my current partner gosh what year are we in now seven years ago now we met at, um, at an event that we were at with with some of our some some people that we both knew and we were but we were friends for about four years before we started dating uh, so we kind of went from casual friends to very good friends to realizing that we were falling for each other and becoming more uh when we met i was 21 and he would have been 44 um, when we started dating, I was 24 and he was 47. And now I am 27, nearly 28, and he is 50. I definitely was immediately attracted to my now partner when we met. Um, we, we, we discovered later that we were both kind of immediately attracted to each other, really. So I just had this moment of, oh, hello, you're an attractive person. Um but we were both in other relationships at the time. He was married at the time and I was in a in a relationship that was very bad. So we both sort of had that attraction and then didn't act on it until for several more years until we were both, you know, free to do that. I guess most people have preconceived ideas about what it might be like going into a relationship with an older person. Maybe they'd look after you, support you they'd probably be more mature. We're going to come on to some of this stuff in a bit. But what's the sex like when you're going out with someone nearly twice your age? Yeah, so the first time that we had sex was kind of the night that we officially became in a relationship um, after having been sort of having realised that we'd been in love with each other for quite a while, but we we hadn't acted on it, mainly because the the horrible relationship that I was in at that point was still sort of in the process of ending but when that was finally completely done we um yeah we met up and we spent the evening together 
it was just like having sex with anyone for the first time I mean it wasn't the, it wasn't the best sex we've ever had because the first time with someone never is there's always that sort of awkwardness and that uncertainty and that you know they don't know what my body likes I don't know what their body likes we're learning each other but it was just really fun and playful and explorative and affectionate and all of those kind of great things really and I think it's just got better since really because I think what makes good sex is the same things that make a good relationship, really, which is communication, um, empathy, curiosity, um, willingness to to work together to make things work. And we kind of had all that and we've had all that from right from the beginning. So I won't say it's always been plain sailing, but in the sex department, it's mostly been kind of pretty great, really, all the way through something really interesting that I've noticed about having sex with older men and again this is this is a gross overgeneralization for which I apologize but broadly speaking they are less um how do I put this they're less goal oriented they're they're less they're less sort of fixed on this um this this pattern I've, I've noticed that we, we have this very specific narrative of sex in our culture where it's you you kiss and then you make out and then you get naked and then there's oral and then there's hands and then you have penis and vagina sex and then the guy comes and that's it um and that's fine I suppose but it's not very exciting to just do that night after night after night for the rest of your life so I I found that the older guys I've slept with tend to be in, in particular my current partner tend to be less focused on we have to get to the penis and vagina point as soon as possible or even that we necessarily have to get there at all and they're less sort of entirely focused on orgasm has to be the goal at all times because orgasms are great but sometimes that doesn't happen and that's okay and it doesn't mean that you can't have fabulous sex anyway I think, again, it comes down to the really toxic messages that we all absorb in our society that we're that we're surrounded by. I mean, I certainly grew up thinking that sex went a very specific way and it was a very specific thing and anything else you were doing it wrong or you were broken or whatever it was. Um, So, I, I mean, I mean, just as an easy example, I spent years feeling broken because I wasn't coming from penetration alone. And I think that a lot of women have that experience to be honest in my um you know the people I've talked to it seems to be that that is that is a very very common experience um but I just think that older people and particularly maybe maybe it's self-selection partly because I tend to go for people who are very curious and very explorative and very um you know sort of break the mold and don't follow social norms necessarily um but those people tend to be a lot more I think, I think they've had time to unlearn a lot of the toxic stuff that we absorb and they've they've questioned things more and they've learned how to look at things in a different way. I don't think it's necessarily that younger men are less adventurous, but I think there's a lot of there's an awful lot of societal stigma wrapped up in sex and sexual desire. And it takes most of us an awful lot of time to unpack that and I think a lot of us are probably still working on unpacking some of that I mean I know I know that there's still things that come up for me from time to time where I go I know that's not true I know that's just like societally programmed 
sexual shame coming out, but it is it is there. Um, so I think part of it is is probably just that older people have ha- often had more time to think those things through and unpack those things and come to more of a place of feeling okay with their own sexuality and their own desires and feeling more confident about expressing them with a partner. Maybe the best thing about growing old is that you learn to give less of a fuck about what people think. Our guest today, Amy, feels pretty positively about her relationship. Still, she understands the potential issues that go with dating someone 23 years older. I wasn't really scared when I got into my current relationship. It is the it is the biggest age gap I've ever had in a in a serious relationship. Um, my ex was 15 years older than me, so there was quite a gap there as well. But this is obviously, I think when it gets to the kind of the 20 plus years mark, it starts to feel like, yes, this is really a huge gap. This person is literally nearly the same age as my parents. I wouldn't say I was scared. I wouldn't say there was anything I was anxious about. I think I felt very safe with him because I knew him so well and had known him so well for so long because of the the friendship that we'd built up over the years and the time that we'd spent getting to know each other before we were officially dating if you like but I mean there are there are the anxieties that come with it but for me honestly the biggest anxiety was my parents are gonna freak I honestly thought that my parents were gonna lose their shit when I told them which you know I could have lived with they don't approve of all of my choices but I generally have a very good relationship with them and I tend to prefer when things are harmonious so honestly what are the what is the rest of my family gonna say was was the biggest worry closely followed by what are his family and friends gonna say but actually everyone was really supportive which was really nice um my parents were they struggled with it at first when I first told them um my the first words out of my mother's mouth were oh my god he's almost as old as your dad um which true but um, as soon as they met him, they were completely fine because they met him and they realized that he's not this like lecherous old man who's just going after me because I'm this hot young thing that actually he really cares about me and we have a real connection and he treats me very well. So it was kind of fine. And the rest of my family just sort of went with it, really, um, which I think they've just realized at this point that Amy's going to do what Amy's going to do. <laughs> they've really accepted him which was great in terms of other fears they came later if anything the the sort of very deep scary you know the reality is at some point I'm going to be left on my own possibly while I'm even relatively still young although hopefully not for many 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 more years that that kind of crept in later and it's still there but I think I said I think I said this before my my philosophy is just that I don't think we should let the fear of what might happen someday stop us from enjoying the love and joy that we have now because I could date someone my own age and he could get hit by a bus tomorrow it could happen you know you, you never know what the future holds the power dynamics is a really interesting one um my partner and I discussed it extensively at the beginning of our relationship and we still we still discuss it extensively now it can be difficult and i think with age power dynamics and also with with gendered power dynamics um it's very easy in that situation for the younger partner especially a younger woman to fall into a very kind of subservient role 
so we were very, very careful right from the beginning to make sure that we discussed everything and negotiated everything and approached everything from an equal 50-50 footing. It's not always easy. Um, there are times even now where I have to sort of almost check my own internalized stigma where I'll go, oh, well, I should just, you know, do what he says because he's older and male and wiser and knows what he's doing. But actually, I know that he doesn't want that. And because we come from quite different life experiences, I've also found that it's not always him teaching me things like he, he has taught me a lot, but I've taught him a lot as well. So it's quite balanced in in that regard. But I do think the power dynamic can be really difficult if one person is always taking on the kind of teacher role or if one person is even worse, is taking on a more kind of parental role over their partner. Frankly, an uneven power dynamic can be difficult with any couple, regardless of how old you are. Relationships are complex. They can feel one way to the people in them. They can look completely different to those on the outside. So what do people say when they find out about Amy's? Um, we haven't really encountered a massive amount of, of stigma around the age difference, at least, I mean, not to our faces. Um, there's There's been a few times when people have sort of realised how how big the gap actually is and have been shocked, but sort of seem to quickly get over that. I think the thing is that he actually looks, he looks very young for his age. Like he could easily pass for 10 years younger than he is, if not slightly more. So maybe people don't realise how much of a gap there is. I don't know. Or maybe, I think it's, I think big age gaps in relationships are very gradually becoming more normalised. Um, kind of tensions and problems that, emerge are really not I think what people think they would be we did struggle when we first moved in together in particular the the sort of build up to that when we were just seeing each other every week was kind of fine I think that was the point at which kind of differences in life experience came into play somewhat because I I moved into his house that he has had for a very long time and we had lived in very different ways because I'd always I'd always lived with, you know, several several other people in in the shared house basically because uh, I used to live in a very expensive city where I couldn't afford anything on my own. So that was a challenge to kind of adjust to each other's ways of living, but I think that's a challenge when anyone when any two people move in together. In terms of the age, it was really just even though we seem to be at very different life places, we were actually at kind of very similar places in terms of what we actually wanted. We were both very sure that we were after a long-term loving, committed relationship where we would live together and would live together as, you know, a very equal kind of 50-50 balanced <laughs> relationship. Um, just our values really matched up in that way, despite the age and I think that's I think aligning values and aligning desires is what matters. So far Amy has had pretty considered ideas about what it means to go out with someone much older. She's really thought about this stuff. Still one of the questions that everyone asks is a tough one to get your head around. What happens in 15-20 years time? I mean I think about the future all the time and it's hard and it's complicated and the age thing does complicate stuff more because of course there is kind of the future of possible sort of health issues and 
possibly even, you know, worse comes to worse, the idea of me being sort of, you know, left on my own someday. And that's almost impossible to completely find a way around because life does things and age does things and, you know, people get older and people get ill and people die. Um, but my my view on it is that I could meet someone my own age and they could be diagnosed with cancer or get hit by a bus. You, you don't know. You never know because life is fragile at the end of the day and unpredictable. So I just think that the, the possibility of what might happen in 20 years is not a good reason to not take the happiness that is being offered to me now. Before listening to Amy, I expected one of two things. Either the age gap wouldn't matter at all, or it would be the biggest thing in the relationship. Sure, there are some peculiar social anxieties to get around, but there are definite upsides too. Who doesn't want a partner who's got their shit together and cares about making you come? Aside from that, it has the same ups and downs as any other relationship. At the end of the day, it's about the person you're with. I'm about to turn 30, and I hate the idea of being defined by my age. So why should we apply that to relationships? I think if someone was thinking about entering into this kind of relationship, I would, obviously, I would definitely say, yeah, if you if you really like the person, go for it. There's no reason not to. Um, but I do also think that it's very important to talk about everything, because it does... The, the age does have an impact on the relationship and it doesn't have to be a negative impact. And it's not usually a negative impact. It usually just it usually just is. Um, I mean, honestly, most of the, the most of the occasions that we notice the age in our relationship will be when he'll mention some band from the 70s. And I'll go, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. They no idea. Sorry, wasn't born yet. So most of the time it's really small, like little cultural references that just don't actually matter in the grand scheme of things. But the harder stuff, like navigating the power dynamics, like navigating the possibility of eventual, you know, ill health and death of the older partner, um, navigating money, finances, all that kind of thing. It's got to be talked about. It's got to be out in the open. And if you can't talk about it, that's a recipe for a really bad situation for everyone. Um, And the other thing I would say is if you're looking at dating someone much older or much younger is to ask yourself really honestly why and if it's a case of because I really like this person great go for it if it's a case of like oh you know shagging this 22 year old is a great thing to brag to my friends about or you know whatever if it's if it's some kind of superficial reason that's maybe not that great then probably don't do it but then probably don't date anyone for superficial reasons regardless of what age they are just you know, date people who you like and who like you and communicate about everything, which I think is really good advice for relationships in general, to be honest. If you're into what we're doing here broadly, Give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. It helps other people find us. My name is Zing Sing and I'm the UK editor at Broadly. Our producer is Sam Bonham. We'll be back next week.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 